Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Let's Talk Podcast. I'm your host, Philip, and this is episode number 275. And today, today we're going to talk about both NMSU and UNM uh, college sports. We're going to talk about football, basketball, volleyball, all that good stuff. Plus, we're going to talk about the Miami Dolphins' expectation for this coming season. And today, I have a guest joining me who is a former editor of the Las Cruces Sun News. Now, he's the editor of the Albuquerque Journal, Lucas Pyramid. Welcome back to the show, man. Hey, thanks, Phil. Yeah, glad to be here. And uh, I'm the uh, the sports editor of the Albuquerque Journal now. Oh, sport editor. Okay, my bad. Sport editor. I, you know, I was I was practicing the introduction all week, and I, w- I was going to do something fancy, but nah, that's too much work. <laughs> <laughs> no worries. Yeah, I'm glad to be here. It's always it's always nice to talk to you. It's our our annual uh, August chat. Yeah, it is. It is, and you know, and you know, speaking of which, I'm, I'm now. If my memory serves me correct, because because last year we were on my podcast, we did talk about college football, um, and if I remember, and correct me if I'm wrong, but I remember if I remember correctly, me and you make a prediction regarding MSU football, mm-hmm. and we both predicted they gonna win at least four games. Right? Because you know, new coach at the time, new coach, and they cheese over our expectation and prediction. Or they won more than four games last season, and they won the bowl game. What What were your thoughts on it? Oh, sure. You know, I thought that was a, just a great season. I mean, I was uh, I was surprised at the results. Uh, Jerry Kill uh, exceeded everyone's expectations, I think, and uh, it, it was great to see. I mean, I've I got the chance to meet Jerry on a couple of occasions, and uh, and, and you know, he just uh, the, the, one of the things that surprised me the most was off the field. Um, you know, certainly on the field, they did some great things, but Jerry really ingratiated himself to that Las Cruces community. Like, I don't think I ever saw Doug Martin once outside of a of a press situation. Um, mm-hmm. I saw Jerry Kill all over Las Cruces. It was like at a film festival. He was there. It was a chamber event. He was there. He was all over. And I think, uh, and, and, you know, after the season, he even got a tattoo of, uh, of Pistol Pete there. So, oh, really? uh, you know, and I think that's, uh, that, that's been surprising, too, to find a coach just embrace Las Cruces to the degree that he did. And I think the community is really going to embrace him back this coming season. I expect they're going to have a pretty good uh, attendance this year. Okay, okay. And they did won another bowl game last year, which I guess no one, myself included, uh, expected the way they have a good season, you know, first year of the new coach. After Doug Martin, they don't resign Doug Martin, which we did talk about last, last year. What? What's your expectation? What's your expectation for an MSU football this season? Will they repeat another bowl game, or they'll be more competitive, or maybe they regress? Yeah, for sure. I, I you know, I think it's going to be tough for them to uh, to exceed what they did last year. Um, I think it's unlikely that they're going to match what they did next year and go to a bowl game. Um, I think the most likely outcome is probably around four or five victories. Uh, okay. you know, they're moving to Conference USA. Conference USA is no slouch. Um, you know, there's a lot of good teams there. Um, people are going to be taking New Mexico State seriously this year. I think, you know, they were able to kind of um, surprise some teams uh, last year because people were thinking, ah, this New Mexico State team, they're not very good, right? Nobody expected them to do anything. So I think some of the teams let their guard down. 
that's not going to happen this year. People are like, we got a bowl team coming in here. You know, we, we got to, we got to bring our a game. Um, so I think they'll regress a little bit. Um, but I think it's possible that they get six wins and go to a bowl game. But I think that's probably the ceiling. And I, I don't see him doing better than that. Okay. Okay. Give me your final prediction of their, their, how many wins for this season for the MSU Aggies football. Yeah, for sure. Well, let's let's do a little look at their schedule here. So uh, uh, week zero, they actually have a week zero game. Um, August 26th, they're host UMass. I think they win that one. UMass is not very good. Um, September 2nd, uh, Western Illinois comes into town. I think they can win that. I think they can start the year 2-0. and um, Week uh, September 9th, they go to Liberty. Now, they beat Liberty last year, and it was a huge upset because Liberty had been getting votes in the top 25. They were a really good team. And that's what kind of changed the Aggies' fortunes was that win at Liberty. I don't think they're beating Liberty again. So I think Liberty wins that one. Uh, September 16th, a huge game. Mexico State comes up to New Mexico. That's going to be a big one. I'm going to say the New Mexico Lobos win that game. Um, okay. You know, and I, I think it's going to be close, but uh, – and, and... Uh, you, you're getting... Folks, we're back for our little mini short commercial break. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> folks, we're back. But uh, now, uh, so uh, you're giving me the your your prediction regarding the MSU football, which you believe they probably beat the UNM. Is that correct? Yeah. So New Mexico State and New Mexico play September 16th. I'm predicting the Lobos win that game. Okay. Um, okay. You may call me like a oh, I'm in Albuquerque now. I'm the sports editor for the Journal. You're a Lobo homer, but no, I. Like, I think these teams go back and forth. It's going to be competitive, and I think this game's up in UNM. I think they're really – the Lobos are really hungry for some wins, and this is one that they have circled on their calendar for sure. Um, so I predict the Lobos win. That that makes the Aggies 2-2. Two and two. Um, Week 5, the Aggies go to Hawaii. I don't think they win that game. Hawaii is always a tough place to play. Uh, so they're 2-3. and three. October 4th, they host FIU. FIU's got a good football team. They lose that one. So I think the Aggies are now 2-4. and four. Um, And then uh, the next week, the Aggies host Sam Houston. I'll predict a win there. Sam Houston's a decent team, but let's say, you know, you know they're, they're due for a win. Um, so that makes them 3-4. and four. Um, October 18th, uh, Aggies go to UTEP. Um, I think they lost to UNM. So they're going to really want to beat UTEP, and I think they do. So okay. let's say they're 4-4. Four and four. Um, Next week, they travel to Louisiana Tech. I think they lose that one in Ruston, 4-5. and five. Then they host Middle Tennessee. Um, they could beat Middle Tennessee, let's say 5-5. Five and five. Then they go to Western Kentucky. I think they lose that one, 5-6. Uh, and six. Then they go to Auburn. They're going to lose that one, 5-7. and seven. And then they host Jacksonville State. Jacksonville State's got a good team. Um, but it's not out of the possibility that they go six and six, right? That's the path. Um, I say they lose and, and they go, they finish the year, um, uh, five and five and eight, but it's, they could go six and seven for sure. Yeah. So five and eight, that's not maybe like a, like you mentioned earlier, a little regressed. Um, but you know, I, I'm going to go ahead and say, Protect and MCU Aggies, if they listen to this, don't look for me. 
because <laughs> I'm gonna be more harsher than I was last year. I'll okay. say because last year I predicted four wins and they went more than four games last year, so they proved yep. me wrong. But I'm gonna go ahead and say three wins. Three wins. Wow. Yeah. Okay. I'm tough. Yeah, I'm tough. But I, I'm sure they'll probably win more than three games. <laughs> but I, I'll just go ahead and say three wins because I'm more harsh. <laughs> but, okay. Okay, but now UNM Lobo football, what's your mm-hmm. ticket for them for this season? Yeah, the Lobos are going to be bad again. Um, I'm going to say they win three games. <laughs> uh, but one of those, I think they beat uh, New Mexico State. Um, right. You know, and, and they also, they play at UMass as well, who's pretty bad. So I think they probably win that one. So they beat New Mexico State, they beat UMass, and they beat uh, Tennessee Tech. Um, I think they lose the rest of their games. Uh, you know, but, uh, the, and I think the Lobos... Uh, you know they're 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 in a slump right now. <laughs> they right. are, and yeah. uh, but I think they got a good coach. I like uh, uh, Danny Gonzalez. I think he's good. I think they got some good players. Um, just the Mountain West is is decent, man. It's a it's a tough conference, right. um, and I just think that they just have some bad matchups um, here. So I, I'm going to say uh, that they go uh, three and ten. Three and ten. Okay, yeah, uh, that's that's. Because uh, I, I remember UNM football, not pretty, <laughs> not, not yeah, not pretty, not pretty. So yeah, uh, I, I, you know what? I was going to say, you know what? You predict three wins. I'm going to predict two wins. <laughs> okay, and more, more, a little bit more harsher on the UNM uh, and Lobos and and Aggies gonna hate me, huh? <laughs> oh yeah, yep, yep. You're gonna have to move to Texas, I think. Oh man! Yeah, you I'll, kept I'll eight games, huh, Phil? <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> but yeah, now on to the volleyball. For we'll talk about the Lobos volleyball first. What's sure. your prediction for the UNM Lobos volleyball for this season? Yeah, you know, I, I um, as as sports editor here, you know, I need to follow all sports, and I just became sports editor like right. in the last couple of weeks, so I haven't been following everything. Um, my reporter, uh, was out at volleyball practice, um, this past week. And so he's going to have a story coming up on Monday. Um, so I'll get to read all about the volleyball team and, and kind of see what's predicted of them. Um, the volleyball team here, the, the reporter was telling me does not get as much support as the NMSU team does from fans. Oh. Um, NMSU has for a long time had a team that won 20 games every year had an incredible fan base, um, which is awesome. UNM doesn't have that quite that same legacy or support. Um, they've been a middling team, right? They win 12, 15 games a year, and it sounds like this year will be no different. However, I will say UNM has a six foot five freshman on their volleyball team. Oh, wow. Yeah, the, the reporter that I sent out there, he's six six. Uh, his name's Ken Sickinger, and he said he sees eye to eye with her. And uh, she is an imposing force. So uh, UNM definitely has a uh, has a player that you don't want to miss uh, on the volleyball team. Oh wow, wow, wow. Okay, okay, all right, all right. Uh, and what? Even though you don't follow, you know, I mean, uh, don't know much about the Lobos volleyball yet. But mm-hmm. I'm going to ask you this question, anyways. Uh, for the sake of this podcast, what's your prediction of their record? You say you say maybe 14, 15 wins, no, basically the same as last season, no different. Yeah, exactly. I, I think they're again, 
Um, between 12 and 15 wins. 12 and 15 wins. Okay. And, well, now the MSU Aggies follow the ball. Yeah, so now NMSU used to be in the WAC, which wasn't a very good volleyball conference. They dominated the WAC. Now they're in the uh, Conference USA. That's a much better volleyball conference. Uh, so I think they probably are going to struggle to fit in this first year. Um, mm-hmm. I'm going to predict 12 to 15 games for them, too. I think they, uh, the, that first year in the Conference USA is really going to get to them. Uh, but I think eventually, right, they'll they'll bring in some Conference USA-level players and they'll start competing before too long. But uh, first year is going to be rough. Yeah, new conference. I mean, a lot of... The MSU sport teams are going to play in a new conference this year, so uh, it's going to be a huge, I guess you could say huge test, basically. Uh, yep. So, you say 12 to 15 wins for MSU volleyball. Now, <laughs> MSU Aggies, well, let's, let's, let's start with the women first before we talk about the men basketball. Sure, uh, okay. MSU women basketball hasn't been uh, whatever. What is your expectation for this season for the MSU women basketball? Oh, geez. Yeah, I, I you know, that's a team that I haven't followed to uh, with the, a great amount of interest. Um, and just kind of, I haven't heard much about them over the offseason. Like, I don't think that they brought in any extraordinary players or coaches or, or actually, I think, you know, Jody, uh, Jody Adams, their coach, is, pr- is pretty good. Um, and this is her second year at the helm of that program. She'll probably have them playing closer to, uh, uh, to closer to the type of basketball she wants. Now, again, they're going to a tougher conference conference USA, much better than the WAC. Um, and they'll probably struggle because of that. So I think better team, but better conference probably means about the same record. Um, so again, probably, you know, 12 to 15 wins. 12 to 15 wins. Okay. For the initial women basketball. And yeah. we'll, we'll talk, we'll get to the Lobos in a bit. Now, MSU men basketball, man, they've been on the news last year. Is it not in the good, not in the good, uh, good way? Uh, well, it was a lot of news to be written about that basketball team. And I, I wrote some of a lot of those stories, actually. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and it was, me and my friend joke about you know they they, they put them in timeout <laughs> basically that's, you know the the end their season early because you know do the situation in Albuquerque so you know um, sure. now you know now they fired they fired old head coach they hired a new head coach uh, mm-hmm. seem like they clean they pretty much clean house basically yep. clean house now what are your thoughts about the new coach and what's the expectation for this season? for the MSU men basketball. Yeah, I think, you know, Jason Hooten came over from um, uh, Sam Houston State, I believe, is mm-hmm. where he was at most recently. And uh, he's he was good. He was good at Sam Houston. He wasn't great. <laughs> and uh, so that's interesting, you know, coming here. NMSU has had two decades of teams where the expectations have been NCAA tournament or bust, right? Right. And, uh, and, and Hooten has never made an NCAA tournament. Um, and so he comes here and, and the expectations I think are still going to be, we want to get to that NCAA tournament. It's not going to happen next year. Right. right. He's right. got an entirely new team, um, you know, new coach, new conference, everything's new and it was needed. I mean, I, don't get me wrong. I'm glad that this is the direction they went in. They just had to restart. 
And it's going to be a tough year. It's a rebuilding year. It's going to be tough. Um, I think they'll be lucky to win double digits. You know, more than likely they'll probably win eight or nine games. And you know what? That's fine for this first year. Um, That's the goal for this first year is just to right the ship. And uh, as long as Jason can get those guys playing hard every game, if he can get them playing disciplined, just get them playing a brand of basketball that's, um, you know, going to establish them as a uh, as a, a, a consistent team. Um, and once they get some talent in those doors, they'll start winning some games. But I just want to see them play the right way. Um, yeah. You know, who cares how much they win or lose? Let's just play the right way. I, I agree. I agree. Uh, before last season, there were what Don, uh, pretty much went to the NCAA tournament almost every year. Uh, when the rack tournament now they're I believe they moved to a different conference too, right? Yeah, yeah, they're in the conference USA along with all the other uh, just, um, yeah. NMSU teams. Yeah, so new conference, new coach, new system, and I, I was talking. Me and my friend were talking about it the like couple like a month ago about it, and I, we expect to beat struggle. I, I I predict they'll struggle, but maybe more, maybe a little competitive. It's probably going to take them a whole year under get used to with that new coach. Well, what do you think? Yeah, I agree. And, and you know, all of these guys, if you're coming to New Mexico State after the year that they had, then I think you are, as a player, rebuilding, right? Yeah. I mean, if you're an established player, you're not coming to New Mexico State after the year they had. So all of these players are rebuilding, uh, the, the programs we're building, you know, Jason Hooten is taking this opportunity to, you know, move up a rung in conferences. It's, it's well-deserved. He's been a good coach. And, um, you know, I, I think that it's just a, it's just going to be a tough year to win games when you're playing a lot more established teams next year. They'll be, they'll be more established, you know, and I think the expectations will be higher, but um, yeah, I don't, I don't see them winning more than 10 games. Okay, okay, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Now, on the UNM Lobos, start with the women basketball. What's your station for the UNM Lobos women basketball? Yeah, the Lobos women's basketball, they've had a good, they've had great programs in the past. Um, They've had good programs recently, and I think they've got some talent coming back, and I think they're going to have another good year. Um, They'll, they'll, their win total will be in the high teens, and I think that they'll be uh, competing for a, you know, a spot in the NCAA tournament, they could make a run and win Mountain West. Um, you know, so they have the talent to compete for a run in the NCAA tournament. I don't know if they'll get there, but uh, they'll be a better than average team for sure. Better than average team. Okay. 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 Mm-hmm. Well, what about the uh, UNM Lobos uh, men's basketball? What's your yeah, so men's basketball. Um, so last season, um, really great year for them. Um, you know, at one time it was ranked uh, as high as number 22 in the nation. Um, I think they were the last team to lose a game, if I remember correctly, um, in the in the country. Um, so they had an impressive year. Um, they are bringing back their backcourt, which is really, really good. Uh, Jalen House, the son of NBA player Eddie House, and Jamal Mashburn Jr., of course, Ooh. the son of Jamal Mashburn, um, are, are solid, solid college players. And, you know, in college basketball, if you've got a good backcourt, you've got a shot. And they have one of the best backcourts in the nation. So they're going to have a shot at, at, you know, going to the NCAA tournament, winning the Mountain West and going to the NCAA tournament. Um, now you look on um, – who did they lose? They lost their front court. Um, uh, 
Morris Udesi, very, very, very good college basketball player, solid, tough rebounder, did the dirty work. Um, and Josiah Alec, another guy who didn't care about scoring points. He just did the dirty work. And, you know, so who are you replacing those guys with? Uh, they're bringing in a couple of transfers. Uh, Nellie Joseph Jr. Uh, is coming in. He's a tall guy. He can block some shots, uh, jump through the roof. He's very talented. Uh, they've got this kid. His last name's Amzel. He's Finnish. So he's from Finland. And he just led Finland to, was it the silver medal or the bronze medal? Uh, maybe the bronze medal in the World Games. I mean, very, very talented. Um, and I think that they're going to be able to replicate what they did last year. Um, I think they're going to um, compete for a Mountain West title and a spot in the NCAA tournament. Um, they're going to be a really good team. They'll probably end up winning about uh, 23, 24 games. Wow, wow, okay. How far do you believe if they say they make the NCAA tournament? How far do you believe they can make maybe Sweet 16 or even the Final Four? Or, or yeah, sure. So – Here's why I will say they, they could make the Sweet 16. They have a, a backcourt that is very talented and very experienced. And what you're seeing in college basketball these days, there's so many players that are leaving. Um, you know, they're, they're starting with freshmen, right? They're like one-and-dones freshmen. So they're, they're talented, but they're inexperienced. Or players are entering the transfer portal. So you're bringing in a player that's, you know, new to your team and they just, so you go to the tournament and you just don't have players that have uh, played with one another for more than a year. And you can falter if that's the case. UNM has that consistency in their backcourt, which is what matters most. And because of that, because they have two talented seniors, now don't get me wrong. I don't think either Jalen House or Jamal Mashburn Jr. are NBA level players, but they are very good college basketball players. They're very experienced. They've played with each other um, for, you know, more than a couple of years. And I think that'll give them a shot at going to the Sweet 16. Okay. Okay. Sweet 16. Man, Tomon Masper, I haven't heard that name for a long time. Under Underrated player, too. Very underrated. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, you know, played in the NBA for many years. Yep. Um, his son is not that, that same player. His son is a six-foot-two shooting guard. Yeah, <laughs> you know, there's not too many six foot two shooting guards in the NBA, uh, but uh, but he can, you know, in any given uh, college basketball game, he could go off for like you know thirty five on forty points if right. he was you know you catch him on the on the right day. Yeah, yeah, gotcha, gotcha. Now, before we go to the next subject, I'm gonna put you on the on the on the spot. Okay, when, when you in it, whether it's football, volleyball, basketball. When Lennon Lobos play against the MSU Aggies, who are you rooting for? <laughs> well, you know, as as sports editor, um, I'm kind of prevented from rooting for any specific team, right? Right. Um, and, and especially when those two teams play, I'll, I'll, I won't be rooting for anyone. Now, let's say I'm on vacation and um, I'm watching, uh, you know, both NMSU and UNM make the NCAA tournament. I'm going to be watching the NMSU game. <laughs> right let's just be honest uh, i'm not gonna go so far as to say i'll be rooting for them but i will be watching the uh, the nmsu game <laughs> okay 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 <laughs> gotcha 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 now the next subject i want to talk about you know i didn't mention it on the, the beginning of this episode um this whole and this has happened a few months ago when scotty pippen talk up uh i don't know if you heard it in his interview oh, sure. yeah um, 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, talk about Michael Trent. They, they once upon a time two used to be, I guess you could say, good friends. But now, since the last step, not so much. Pippin, yeah, yeah. Uh, he's comments with Jordan. What are your thoughts about Pippin comments on Michael Jordan? A few months. No, ago? I get it. Yeah, no, it's it's unfortunate, but um, you know, it seems like Scottie Pippen is kind of craving the spotlight. <laughs> and he knows by saying these types of things, he's going to get a spotlight. You know, he's going to get a, uh, a microphone in his face, and it seems like that's what he wants. Um, so I think that uh, – and I, I don't necessarily think that he's saying anything that he doesn't believe. I mean, I think right. he truly believes that he was as talented as Michael Jordan, right? right. And um, and in some ways, he kind of was like just from a talent level perspective, I mean, Scottie Pippen was as talented a player as, as there was. Um, I don't think he had half the mindset of Jordan, right? That's what set Michael Jordan apart was his mindset. He just yeah. was not going to lose. Scottie Pippen sat in the final seconds of a playoff game yeah. and gave the loud Tony Kukoc to be the hero. Michael Jordan never does that. So that's what set them apart. So Scottie Pippen wants to come out and say, like, I was just as talented as Michael Jordan. Okay, I'm not going to argue that. But that wasn't what what's at issue. And, um, you know, I think if you just look at their careers and, and where they headed, I mean, it, it, it's just Scottie Pippen was not Michael Jordan's class. And right. uh, we know that. Most everybody knows that. Scottie may know that. He may not. But he's going to use that to his advantage to, to get a microphone, to get a stage. And, you know, I, it is what it is. <laughs> if I remember correctly, because I listened to the, because he was on the Stacey King podcast. Yeah. Uh, who also a former Bull, by the way. Sure. And now he's a play-by-play for the Bulls home game. Yeah, good play-by-play uh, guy for the Bulls. Uh-huh. Yeah. You know, give me that hot sauce. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, but anyways, uh, if I remember correctly, Pippen did say before he, because, you know, Jordan was drafted, what, in 85 or 84? 84. Pippen, uh-huh. 84 yeah, 87, I think. Yeah, 87. And Pippen did say, if I remember correctly, Pippen did say that Jordan wasn't good until he got there. Yeah. I, because, I, you know, well, they take, because uh, they haven't win because, you know, it takes a long time for them to win their first championship. Remember, they got knocked out by the bad boys many sure, times sure, yeah. in the playoffs. And they finally did it in ninety one. Ninety one. Yep. It take and remember the coach in the eighties was Doug Collins. Phil well, Jackson didn't take over until what late eighties. No, I don't. Uh, Phil Jackson took over in nineteen ninety. Yeah. Okay. Um, he was the coach on that first team. And and here's, I, you know, I, I don't remember Scottie Pippen's exact words, but I think what he meant was Michael Jordan wasn't a winner until he got there. He didn't play a winning style of basketball. And that may be true, right? I mean, Michael Jordan was definitely the best player in basketball, but it wasn't necessarily a winning style. He needed somebody like Scotty to be able to play off of for that winning style. I mean, and and so Scotty's absolutely right that, you know, until he got there, the Bulls weren't winning any titles. I mean, he was like the key component, but like, Scottie Pippen wasn't winning any titles without Michael Jordan either. Let's get that straight. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. Well, see, we both know, we both agree, and we both know that Jordan is the GOAT. Mm-hmm. But but at the same token, Pippen needs Jordan, but Jordan needs Pippen. And that's how they make it work, because that's why, you know, Bulls won 
was more success, six championships, because those two need each other. Take Pippen out of the team, you think the Bulls will win six championships? Same with, I mean, obviously, you take Jordan out, Bulls probably won't win the six championship, but take Pippen out, do you believe the Bulls will win six championships? I mean, that kind of depends on who you replace them with, right? That's true. Uh, but, you know, it's um, it's an argument that is we're ne- we're never going to know and uh just it's basketball's a team game right you need good teammates and pippen was awesome i think yeah. he kind of looks back at the career he has and says i could have been a number 1 somewhere and yeah i think he regrets that and uh, that plays heavily into what he is saying is just kind of this it weighs heavily on him that he's always seen as the second banana and then, um, honestly, he probably had the talent to be a number one somewhere, um, you know, in his prime. He, later on, he was the number one for the Bulls, and then he, yeah. you know, played some in some other markets. But he was never the same player, you know. He was older then. Plus the um, injuries. injuries had taken their toll, right? Um, yeah. But, um, you know, so we're never going to know. And I'm sure he's finding it fun to talk about. So then, you know, people like us will continue to talk about him. Otherwise, yeah. he fades into the background. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah, I, I'm hoping they one of these days they'll amend. You know, because you know those two used to be. I, I won't say best friends, but they used to be good friends. But since the, after the last dance, they seem to be not in good terms. I guess that's the right word. It's like you know, Jordan and Josh Barkley not in good terms as of you know at the moment. But you know, sure. Well. One thing we know about Michael Jordan is he can hold a grudge. That's true. Right? So <laughs> I don't necessarily see those two uh, coming to uh, to become friends anytime soon. <laughs> yeah. Put, just lock them in the cage together. <laughs> <laughs> That's just a loser right there. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. Now, on to the Miami Dolphins. And let's talk about last sure. season before we talk about this season. Last season... You know, you got the new coach, Mike McDonald's, coming from the 49ers. Uh, mm-hmm. Plus, you trade with Tyreek Hill. And the first few weeks of last season, they went to a good start. I believe they went undefeated until they played against um, the 49ers. Yeah. <laughs> I had to brag about that. <laughs> sure, sure. Which was a nerve wrecking, to be fair. Nerve wrecking because, you know, Jimmy Garoppolo got hurt in that game. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, you know. Because you know, training us was out already with the injury, and now Brock Purdy took over, and I, oh, I had a great RC is over. But um, but you know, Miami after the after the first few weeks into a good start, they were struggling. You know, due to you know, Tua got hurt. They they handled the situation poorly. Regarding mm-hmm. They did sure. make the wild card. They did. They lost in the wild card. What are your thoughts about last season regarding the Miami Dolphins? Yeah, you know, I mean, they they exceeded my expectations. Um, I I think I probably said on this podcast that they weren't to go into the playoffs, um, and and they played well. They were a fun team to watch, right? Uh, yeah. I think Daniels has them playing really well, and uh, so I'm I'm excited about uh, um, you know what I'm seeing there and the future. Um, I've never been a big to a guy. Uh, yeah. You know, I, I thought it was so unfortunate how he, you know, how the Dolphins handled the concussions and all that, you know, putting his life in literal danger there was, was not cool. Yeah. Um, 
you know, we'll see what he does when he comes back. And I, I just, you know, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm just not a Tua guy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but they don't, and they don't have anyone else. So that's who you got to root for. Um, they lost their uh, Jalen Ramsey was a big offseason pickup. He's now injured, which is unfortunate. Um, yeah. You know, I think they're probably a big team to be picked to, to kind of regress a little bit. Uh, because, mm-hmm. again, they're not going to catch these other teams by surprise like maybe they did last year. Right. And, um, gosh, I don't know, man. I, I, I'm hoping for them to make the playoffs again, to sneak in there, but I wouldn't be surprised at all if it's a, you know, six, seven win season. Right. I mean, you have to look at also, you know, AFC is a tough conference compared to the NFC, the NFC conference. So, and plus, you're in the same division with uh, Buffalo Bills, who is another top heavy, heavy contenders. Sure, uh, sure. Best. Got Aaron Rodgers now with the Jets and yep. then the uh, Patriots. They still got Bill Belichick. I mean, they'll still be a formidable team, probably. So, hey, don't you forget, know. you got Kansas City in the AFC. You got the Bengals. The yep. Ravens gonna be right there. It's tough. Yeah, the AFC. It's. I don't know the Miami's gonna make the playoffs. I think, like you say, maybe they'll probably regress. Um, look. Maybe a little. Well, I, I think the key is it had to be Tua again. The key has to be Tua. And Tua, to, to be fair, Tua before the injury, he was playing pretty good. Sure. La, uh, last season, I told the meet the four ers Sorry, I had to back again. <laughs> uh, but he played pretty well before that. You know, he shows you know flashes, but he need one. He needs he need to stay healthy. And two. Yeah. To see what he can bring and see maybe he is your quarterback. I mean, he's like in his twenties after all, you know. And you got you got your rappers, you got Rado, you got Tyreek Hill. You you bring I bring I believe I believe you guys still got Monster, right? As your winning back. Uh yeah yeah and and so you've got talent right around him, but yeah. Tua's not the quarterback for that kind of talent. That's I don't true. think. And uh, they, I think McDaniel brought in some inventive uh, uh, offenses there to help get the most out of Tua and, and that offense. Uh, but I think with a, a better quarterback, you could do so much more. And um, I just think your ceiling with Tua is probably as a, uh, you know, a 9-8 and eight team. That's probably your ceiling. Okay. Oh, give me your final prediction of the Miami Dolphins record for this season. Yeah, I'll say seven and ten. Seven. Oh, that's that might. Well, if they win ten games, that might be enough to make the wild card. Maybe. No, no, no. Seven wins, ten losses. Oh, seven wins or ten. Okay, I thought you said seven or ten wins. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. Right. So, how are the Forty uh, ers doing this year? Well, Brock Purdy is clear. He's in train. He's clear for training camp, so that's good news. Mm-hmm. Um, he didn't play the first preseason game today. Um, but pretty much all the four, all the stars didn't play. Uh, Trey Lance didn't look too good. Um, but you know you're playing with backups, so what? Mm-hmm. Especially he got sacked four times, throwing an interception. One, no, he didn't throw an interception. I take it back. He was it was supposed it should be an interception, but I don't know. If you saw the highlights? Check out the highlights. Uh, yeah. with the corners against the Raiders. <laughs> so, yeah, I know it's preseason, preseason, but you know, sure. but we who did we we signed that guy from the 
Eagles. Uh, he's a defensive tackle. Jamar Hargrove? Hargrove? I think that's his name. Uh, he, mm-hmm. he, I, who had, he has double digit sacks, so it was a good pickup for the foreigners. We signed uh, some guy named Gibson, who was the uh, nickel corner for the Falcons. Another solid pickup to strengthen the the, the, the secondary, we lost our defense corner again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> which he's going to the Houston, which he's the head coach for the Houston Texans. But we, we signed uh, Wilkes, who was taken over for Carolina Panthers after they fire, um, I don't remember his name, uh, for internship. So he's the, he's our new defensive corner, Nick Bozo. He's, uh, he's holed out right now because mm-hmm. he wants to get paid big money. I think the foreigners will will give him what he wants it by the end of the day, eventually. Um, but I think we gotta have Christian McCarthy the full season after a good trade for us. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> so I imagine pretty. I'm pretty excited for the season. I mean, that whole our every quarterback got hurt last year was bad. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> it was bad. We, we talk about Tua got hurt. We, they handled the concussion. I mean, our, every our quarterback got hurt. I mean, Trey Lance injured, Jimmy Grapple injured. Now Brock Purdy got injured in the MC title game, and then our fourth quarterback got hurt, Josh Johnson. You pretty much had, we had no quarterbacks, so that's no for sure. Yeah, yeah, you guys all struggle with quarterbacks for sure. Right. I, I was talking to my friend. I should fly down to Philadelphia and play quarterback for them then. Yeah. <laughs> So, Phil, if I remember right, last year you asked me for uh, a team I thought was going to kind of surprise people come in. And I'm pretty sure I said the Philadelphia Eagles were going to be good. I think you did. I think you did. Yeah. Yeah. And I think you laughed at me. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I forgot. They probably listened to my podcast. Yeah. Yeah. So I think. You know, I, I, I kind of know what I'm talking about. So you want me to give you a, a team for this year that yes. not a lot of people are talking about that I think is going to is gonna go to the Super Bowl? Okay, go for it. Go for it. All right. The Los Angeles Chargers. To the Super Bowl? Yeah, I mean, they're, to they the are Super Bowl. To the Super yep. Bowl. I think, I think her, this is Herbert's year. I think it's a breakout year for the Chargers, and I think they uh, they go to the Super Bowl. So that's my, uh, that's that's my uh, surprise pick there. Uh, okay. Coming out of the AFC, um, and then out of the NFC, I mean, 49ers have a chance. Uh, you know, certainly the Eagles could get back there. The Cowboys um, have a good team. Um, you know, it's uh, the the NFC. I think even like a team like Seattle um, or San Fran, right? That's going to be a really good matchup at the top of the NFC West. Um, I think either one of those teams could could go, but. Uh, Let's say um, um, I'm gonna go with the um, I'll go with the 49ers. Let's let's you know I'll give you some some props here. 49ers, okay. Chargers, all California Super Bowl. I can see I can see that. I mean, let's talk about Chargers. They they are the most talented team. Mm-hmm. Only problem is there, there's two problems with, regarding the Chargers. Sure. One health. Just like any other team, and they do have injuries in the past. The past few years, they keep doing. We know did they make the playoff fashion? And two, I don't trust our head coach. I don't yeah. trust our head coach. Uh, Brandon Stanley. He's, well, uh, even myself thinks he's a. What, what's the nicer way to say? 
<laughs> no, I, I mean, I get what you're saying, but here's, I think it's been mostly health for them. And okay. I'm just kind of betting on them to stay healthy. Okay. So okay. I, I think they can, they can win a title if they're healthy. You know, they've been injured so many years that I think they just got to catch a break. So I'm picking on this year for them to catch the break. Well, okay. Okay. So you predict the Chargers and 49ers to the Super Bowl, which Super Bowl this year will be in Las Vegas, Nevada. So, hmm. Vegas, Vegas, baby, Vegas, Vegas, Nevada. So you know, whatever happens in Vegas, stay in Vegas. <laughs> sure, sure. Now, who's your? What's your final prediction to win the Super Bowl between those two teams? Um, you know, Brandon Staley is. I'm concerned about him too. So let's say yeah. 49ers. Let's say 49ers over Chargers. Over the Chargers. Okay. Your final. You have a final score prediction. Brock Purdy leads the uh, 49ers to a uh, um, 36 to 32 win. Ooh, high scoring close game. That would be very entertaining. Nice fan, too. <laughs> okay, okay. 36 to 32. Okay, okay. Brock Purdy. All right, gotcha, gotcha. Now, even though you did predict the Super Bowl, what's your prediction of the NFC and AFC championship? Um, let's say 49ers over the Cowboys. That would be a fun one, right? Harking back <laughs> to the uh, 80s there. And in the uh, AFC, the Chargers over the Bills. Bills are going to be a good team. Chargers over the Bills. Okay. Interesting. Interesting. Cowboys. <laughs> Cowboys. Three, three, three years in a row. Sure. <laughs> Using the ball, lost to the 49ers in the playoffs. Can you imagine? That's right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> here's, a, here's a story I gotta tell you. I have a friend, I have a few friends that are Cowboys friends, but mm-hmm. I have this perfect friend who loves to talk trash, blah, 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 which is you know, all good and fun or whatever. And you know, Cowboys 49ers library, you know, from the 90s and whatever. And two years ago, when they meet in the playoffs, we make a bet, right? We make a bet. Mm-hmm. Like the you know if four nights win, he owe me lunch and Starbucks, whatever. Same, okay. same price for if Cowboys win. And keep in mind, two years ago Cowboys were the favorites. They got sure. home field. They, they lost. They lost. Right. Cowboys lost. And yep. make fun of my friend. <laughs> Facetime him. <laughs> Point and laugh like like I was the choker. <laughs> uh-huh. And then fast forward last year again, but this time double the bet. And sure. yeah, you know, you know what happened to the rest. <laughs> yep, Cowboys lost again. Nice. So, have you collected your on your uh, on your bet yet? Yeah, he he already he already pays. He already uh, obligated his bet. He's done good, for good. uh yeah you know free lunch, free Starbucks or Dutch Bro. Everywhere Star Starbucks drinks. It it was it was fun. <laughs> sure, good, good, good. Right, so yeah. Yeah, but yeah, but anyways, I'm gonna give you a quick three bonus question. Are you okay? Up for it? Sure. For it? Okay. Sure. Bonus bonus question number one. UNM men basketball versus NSU men basketball. Predict your final score. Predict your the player of the game. Yeah. Um... So Jalen House comes up in, in a big and big games. So Jalen House leads the Lobos. Um, I bet they win by five, 
at the Pan American Center. I think it's close. I think the Aggies probably keep it close, but Lobos, uh, go ahead. And then um, let's say the uh, the new guy from Finland, Amzil, is the star in uh, in Albuquerque, and they win by uh, by twenty five in Albuquerque. It's blowout up there, up at the pit. Ooh. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, bonus question number two. Okay. NM issue football go undefeated. I know, but let's let's say this just for okay for fun. Sure. They go undefeated. Surprise anyone. Oh my god. Undefeated. And they, they they lost but they lost in the bowl game. What's uh-huh. your reaction will be? What's the last part of that question? What, what, what's your reaction will be? Oh, what's my reaction to that? Yes. Um I, you know, I, I would if they went undefeated and but lost in the bowl game, I mean they would be playing a very good team in the bowl, right? Because they're undefeated. Um, and I would be like, wow, I never thought in my wildest dreams that NMSU would uh, be a couple games over 500, much less undefeated. So I'd be proud of that team. You know, I, I, yeah. I would think that, yeah, that's, that would be awesome. And, and we, we never thought we'd see that in our lifetime. You yeah. Know, you know, it kind of reminds me, not, even though it's a professional sport, remember New England used to go, New England Patriots go undefeated until the Super Bowl. Which they lost in the Super Bowl once upon against the Giants. As a Miami Dolphins fan, I'm well aware of every other team that has <laughs> gone undefeated or, or uh, has been defeated. Uh, the 1972 Miami Dolphins uh, were not defeated, so uh, that's always something I uh, will never hesitate to point out to people. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, gotcha. Uh, now the last bonus question. The last okay. bonus question. Sure. Miami Dolphins, 49 Super Bowl. What's your lucky charm to wear hoping your Miami Dolphins win the Super Bowl? Any like superstitious or maybe like a lucky hat or anything like that? You know, I've had many hats and jerseys and whatnot that I've worn over the years, and they've just never brought any luck. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, uh, maybe I'll find something this year, but uh, any of my past good luck charms have just not turned out to be very good luck. So, <laughs> uh, to be determined, TBD on that one. Maybe, maybe something will uh, uh, during the season. I'll end up wearing some random hat, and they'll go on a winning streak or something, and that'll be the the lucky charm. You know what? Believe it or not, when last season, when the you know when all these quarterback got hurt. When mm-hmm. Fortnite got into the a huge winning streak, I don't remember how many winning streak was it at the time. Uh, you, I, I was wearing my Fortnite shirt like once a week. I, okay. Yes, I, I, I did laundry. Okay, folks. So don't make some rumors up. <laughs> okay. So I wear my Fortnite shirt once a week, and they were winning games. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> Until the NFC Championship. Until the NFC Championship, unfortunately. So I've been wearing Fortnite Fortnite shirt, and I have like maybe a few different Fortnite shirt. You know. So I to wear. So I wear Fortnite shirt on the on a Sunday. Watch the game. They win. You know, the next Sunday win or or when they play on Thursday or Saturday, whichever. They keep winning, 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 and winning until the NFC Championship. And the looks is one out. So <laughs> that's why I did. You know, <laughs> and I usually not a superstitious person, but hey, that time I was. <laughs> but yeah, uh, can you hear me? Folks, 
Uh oh, we're getting cut off. Can you hear me? Folks, we're back for our little short, quick break again. <laughs> so, but but it is, but yeah. So, um, I'll talk about you know wearing the Forty Nine shirt. Sure. Win sure. Every week, uh-huh. you know, the MC Championship looks one out, and I'm usually not a superstitious person, but that time I was. <laughs> that time I was so you know so eh, maybe maybe. Maybe maybe wear a lucky shoe, or something. Maybe a socks. I don't know. I don't know. You know, maybe know. maybe believe in uh, Brock Purdy more so than uh, than a lucky shirt uh, coming out of Las Cruces, New Mexico. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Maybe maybe <laughs> I'll maybe I'll start going or go to the MSU men basketball game again and wear like a lucky shirt. Maybe they'll they'll surprise everyone. Okay. There yeah. you go. There you go. There you go. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> But anyways, but it's great talking to you. As always, we talk about both industry and UNM, uh, Lobos, man, football, basketball, volleyball, you, you name it. And you're welcome to come b- back if you're up to it, man. Yeah, thanks. Always uh, always good to do this. Uh, thanks, Phil. I appreciate it. M- much appreciate it. Uh, is, is there anything you want to plug in, your social media or anything like that, man? Yeah, you know, I mean, you can follow me on uh, on X. Formerly known as Twitter at uh, at Lucas Pierman. I'm also on Threads. Follow me there, um, and uh, you know, follow the Albuquerque Journal Sports section. Uh, we've got some really talented sports writers. So if you get a chance, head on over to abqjournal.com/sports. Check it out, check it out, folks. And you can follow me on Instagram, pdhcq. Same uh, on Threads. You can follow me on Threads as well. I'm on Threads as well. Um, uh, so that's the podcast has a Facebook page. Give a like, give a follow. Um, I post new episodes. I announce new guests regarding that's top podcast related, all that good stuff. That's top podcast is available from 10 different pa- platforms, which you can just do all the episodes, including this episode from 10 different platforms, such as Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Orcast, Pocketcast, Google Podcasts, Radio Public, uh, Amazon Music, and Catch. Box, I think that's what they call it. Cash box, cash box, cash box, cash box, cash box. Yeah, cash box. Yeah, cash box. There you go, cash box. The next let's talk podcast is this Wednesday, which Josh will make his return. We're gonna have a watch along, which we're gonna watch one of the old wrestling people back in two thousand six. ECW one night stand. Here are our commentaries. Uh, maybe we'll make jokes or something. I don't know. Uh, here are our commentaries. Give our thoughts on that pay per view. All that good stuff. Also. Next Sunday on Let's Talk Podcast, which Eric will make his return. We're going to talk about, guess what? The Philadelphia Eagles. <laughs> We're going to talk about the Philadelphia Eagles, the training camp, preseason. Probably talk about their offseason moves, draft free agency, and give expectations regarding for this upcoming season. And prediction and the final prediction. So stay tuned for next Sunday night on Let's Talk Podcast. So everyone, have a good night. Stay safe. And talk to you this Wednesday on Let's Talk Podcast. Peace out, everyone.